Hi, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I am so happy you are here today. Today, I want to talk about asking for what you want. So many of us are afraid to just ask for what we want. Uh, We are afraid that we're going to be told no. We're afraid that we might feel embarrassed. Um, Maybe sometimes we feel like what you want is obvious and that you shouldn't have to ask. Or maybe you think you don't deserve to really get what you desire. There are a million excuses to not ask for what you want, but they're just excuses. So I want to encourage you to stop making excuses and just ask. I'll tell you a story about why I think that this is so important. When I first came to Durango, um, I was looking for a job and I knew that I really wanted a place to work where I could find meaning in my work, where my talents and skills were aligned with the role, where the culture was a good fit. I was very specific on the things that I was looking for. And the reason was because I had left a crappy job that I was not excelling at, that wasn't a good match for my skills and talents and was not a cultural fit. And it's having a a bad job was part of the downward spiral that I went to rock bottom. And so it was really important for me to find this, this, this really meaningful full role. But I came to Durango. And if any of you have been to Durango, uh, you know that, that there's not a lot of great jobs here. And so it's not easy to find, to find the right one. So when Stone Age was looking for a general manager, even though I was grossly underqualified, the research I did on the company was like, oh, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's a job that I want. And so I decided to apply for it, even though I was underqualified. And yes, I had the, the thought of like, maybe they're just going to laugh at me because I'm so underqualified. Like, why would she apply for this role? Um, maybe I would, uh, not even get an interview and it would make me feel worse about myself. But I decided that, well, if I don't apply, the answer is for sure. No. So why don't you just see what happens? Maybe if you don't get the general manager position, it'll be a way for you to get a different role within the company. So I did it, right? I put my application in and I wrote a really, really strong cover letter telling why I was so interested in the job, addressing why I was underqualified and how I would overcome the lack of an experience that I had and make it up with drive and passion and the pursuit of success. So I asked for what I want. And I got an interview. Um, I met with the founders. I met with the management team and I got the job. And every time I think of this story, I'm filled with gratitude because if I wouldn't have put myself out there, if I wouldn't have gone out after it, if I wouldn't have said, oh, I'm going to try, even if I get told no, then I wouldn't be sitting where I am today on this podcast, living my very best life. So it's really important to go after what you want, to ask for what you want. And there's lots of different ways to do it, right? Applying for your dream job is one of those, is one of those ways. So how do you ask for what you want? Number one, you need to get clear on it for, on what you want. The more clarity that you have about what you want, it will be easier to ask. Why? Because if you believe deeply in what you're asking for, then you're going to be better able to articulate why you want it and influence the person you're asking. And so like for me, for example, I knew that I wanted 
this kind of job. And so I could write my cover letter and, and be very specific about what I was looking for and the value that I thought that I would bring to the company with my passion and drive and my, my constant pursuit of success, how that would translate for success with the company. If I wasn't really clear on that, I wouldn't have been able to write such a a compelling cover letter that allowed me to get an interview, even though I was dramatically underqualified for the role. So make sure you understand what you want and why. Um, if you aren't clear, do some research, dig deeper, ask yourself, what are your motivations? Um, and so that way, if you get nervous about asking for what you want, you can go back to those things. You can go back to those motivations, um, go back to the desire, go back for the vision that you have for your life. So that's the first thing. The second thing is know who to ask. If you ask the wrong person or people, you're bound to get a no. You can't get a yes if the person you're asking cannot deliver upon your request. It's hard to ask for something over and over again. So make sure you do your research and that you're asking that right person. You don't want to lose steam if someone says, oh yeah, well, nope, not the right person to ask. You know, go talk to this person. Make sure that you know who to ask. Make sure that you're talking to a decision maker. When you are getting ready to talk to that person, anticipate the reasons why that person might say no. Try to understand their motivations, their concerns, the roadblocks of that per that that might person might face ahead of time, and then be prepared to speak to them so that you can help them overcome that. For example, I know that you're probably looking for somebody with more experience than me because of X, Y, Z. And here's how I'm going to overcome my inexperience. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, right? I anticipated the fact that they were going to probably go, Ooh, no, she's young. She doesn't have a whole lot of experience. So I put myself in their shoes and, and made sure that I would answer those kind of direct things that would maybe make them say, nah, nah, it's not worth, not worth interviewing. Number three, when you're asking, think about your body language. Don't come across as slouched or with your arms crossed. Stand up. Don't look at the ground. Make eye contact. Show confidence. Smile. It's amazing what a smile can do. If you're feeling really nervous, take deep breaths. It's amazing how we can calm ourselves if we just take a few slow inhales and slow exhales. Always make eye contact. Always smile. You are so much more likely to get what you want when you put that person at ease. For example, I always ask for upgrades no matter what. Flights, hotel rooms, rental cars, anytime that I can ask for an upgrade, I do. And I don't do it just because I want the upgrade. Of course, that's nice. But I do it because it makes me practice asking for what I want. And I do it by being nice by asking the person how they're doing, by understanding that maybe they're having a crappy day and maybe I can make their day a little bit better by telling a joke or making them smile or making them feel like they're seen. And then they're much more likely to give you that upgrade. So for example, when I'm asking for, let's say an upgrade at a hotel room, come in, oh, how are you doing today? That's good. Yeah, has it been really busy in the hotel today? Yeah, I bet you're tired, aren't you? <sighs> Me too. Yeah, just got in from wherever. Hey, you don't happen to be able to have an upgrade to, you know, a suite tonight. That would be so amazing. I haven't slept well in nights and nights and nights, and I'm so hoping to get a good night's sleep. Any chance that that could happen? If it can, 
great. If not, thanks so much for trying. I really appreciate it. It It's so much easier to get a yes when you put that person at ease. Nine times out of 10, I get an upgrade. Flight's a little bit different because there's the status thing, but I still ask all the time, is there any chance I can get an upgrade? How can that work? Um, and I always make people feel special and at ease when I'm asking. So body language, the tone of your voice, are you smiling? Are you making contact? Are you making that person feel at ease? You're much more likely to get what you want. Number four, be direct and specific about what you want. So don't beat around the bush. A lot of times we want to like ease our way in and, and kind of feel people out. And that can be confusing to people. And it's really awful to expect them to know what you want or to read your mind. So don't define the problem and ask, be considerate of what they're going to have to do to grant you your request, but be help them out by being very specific. Is there any way that I could get an upgrade on that room tonight? Oh man, that would be so awesome. All right. That's very direct, very specific, uh, and, and very clear. So always keep that in mind. Don't beat around the bush. Don't make people read your mind. And then finally, number five, always, always, always be gracious. Always express gratitude. Um, whether the person is going, whether the person says yes or no, always show appreciation, be polite and be cognizant that this person is busy. Um, use positive language and never give an ultimatum and don't beg. And so I thank you with a smile. <laughs> that is how you be gracious with all of this. And even when I get a no, I'm always like, thank you so much for trying because one, I just practice and two, because you never know when a yes might come back around. So those are my tips on how to get to a yes, how to ask for what you want. Practice, practice, practice. Do what I do. Practice going into a hotel room and asking for upgrades. Ask for a better table at a restaurant. <laughs> Not just because of getting it, right? Even though that, like I said, that's a wonderful thing, but because it's going to help you practice and gain more courage and self-confidence to go for what you want. So what do you do if you are told no? Well, you can feel a wide range of emotions. Um, sometimes you might want to lash out. You might want to shut down. You might want to give up. Don't do those things. Every single person gets told no. Every single person. I've gone through tremendous amount of disappointment for not getting what I want. In fact, like the job that I wanted before I got Stone Ages, the job at Stone Age, um, I was trying so hard to get an interview and I didn't. I even met with the, the exiting executive director of, of the firm I wanted to go to and I didn't get an interview and I was really disappointed. <laughs> But taking that job would have closed the door to Stone Age. And I'm so glad that it didn't happen. So even though it was hard in the moment, it was hard at that time to feel rejected, um, I'm so glad it happened. Something so much better came along. So work through your disappointment and, and remember that it's okay. It's okay feel, to feel disappointed, but you need to work through it because something better will come around. Do not pout. Do not get angry. Do not get passive aggressive. If you need to understand why you were told no, go ask, have the courage to seek to understand, and then regroup, come up with a plan B or even a plan C. And always remember that every time you ask and you get told no, it's an opportunity to learn more about yourself and how to overcome challenges and disappointment, right? We only get good at doing hard things by doing hard things. We gain more self-confidence when we put ourselves out there. When you get a no, 
You can look at it as a chance to grow smarter, to gain more experience, and to become more resilient. So be grateful for the no's that you have in your life because I promise you it will lead to better things, but you have to keep asking. You have to keep putting yourself out there. And then finally, is there such a thing as asking for too much too often? Yes, there is. So even though I'm constantly out there asking for upgrades and things like that, I'm not asking the same person over and over again. I don't want to be that person who's always asking for favors, right? Calling up a friend, being like, hey, can you do this for me? Hey, can you do this for me? Hey, can you do this for me? That's too much. So make sure that you are very thoughtful about who you're asking and how often you're asking. Um, You don't want to take more than your fair share, especially from a certain person or an organization in your life. While it's good to ask for what you want, people will become annoyed or wary of you if you ask way too often or way too much. So you've got to find that balance. And it's and that's why it's really important to be clear on what you want and why. That's it's it's important to understand like if it's what I'm asking for reasonable so that you don't just ask for the sake of asking um or for the sake of winning. Those are the wrong reasons. So make sure that you find that balance. Life is too short to not go after what you want, so go for it. It may sound a little bit, I don't know, morbid, but it all could be over tomorrow. And you don't want to be in that last day going like, oh, I wish I just would have gone for it. I wish I would have asked for what I wanted. So put it out there. Ask for what you want. Go for it. Be in control of the trajectory of your life and your career, you might just be surprised what you get when you ask for it. All right. That is the topic for today. Uh, Question of the week comes from a gentleman who I am mentoring and uh, he goes to the fore. I'm sure we'll be talking about him on the podcast because he is a lot of fun and he's brilliant and he's definitely asking very interesting questions. But he asked me, what are you reading right now? And I'm reading a really interesting book. I am reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And I love it. And the reason why I love it is because I have really been exploring my attachment to things and trying to remember that nothing is really mine. <laughs> um, I could lose it all at any moment. And that has nothing to do with who I am as a person. And when you are not attached to the things in your life, you can be very grateful for them, but you also don't experience as much suffering when you no longer have them. And I think that's a really powerful thing that you can say, wow, I don't have an attachment to this. It's okay. I'm working on attachments to my own ideas, right? I don't have an attachment to this. If it goes this way, that's okay. If it goes this way, it's okay, right? I'm going with the flow. I'm learning how to not be attached to material things, right? I really, really want a new car and I really, really, really don't need a new car. And so I'm exploring this attachment to what what makes me want that new car? It's not because I need it. Is it because I want you know it as a status symbol? Is it because I want it for you know whatever reason? Exploring those attachments are really really healthy, and I love the way that Jay talks about his time as a monk and how he learned how to lose his attachment, his strong attachment to things in life, and how much better that made his life become. So that is what I'm reading right now. Super interesting book. I highly recommend it if you're interested. 
All right. That's it for Reflect Forward for today. I look forward to seeing you next week. And again, as always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe to it on any podcast platform or on YouTube. Write a review. Rate it on iTunes. That's very helpful. Uh, Share it with a friend. I always, always appreciate it and helps with the algorithms. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.